world today takes everything you got Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name And they're always glad you came You want to go where you can see that troubles are all the same And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when you are Chandler Biggins. This is a special episode of Wrestling Cheers. I'll get the normal formalities out of the way. We are brought to you by the brand new TrainingTopicsNetwork.com and NEO Sports Insiders. We preview shows, we review shows, and every so once in a while we have interviews. This is a special tribute episode to Chandler Biggins. If you want to get a hold of us, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, Twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, and Instagram.com slash wrestling cheers. Email if you so choose a desire, wrestling cheers at gmail.com. We have a merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. Please head up that store, pick something out, but please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Podbean, wrestling cheers.podbean.com. Now, I'm trying to try to get all that out of the way now. And I am your host. I am heavy set. This idea was brought up to me a couple months ago by Dustin Alberti about doing a special tribute episode. And this, I wanted to be so much bigger. I wanted this to be a couple episodes. I wanted it to be a lot of wrestlers and a lot of fans. But the, I don't know what reason for a lot of people didn't seem like they wanted to participate or at least didn't get a hold of me or didn't send me anything. And I think a lot of people probably just forgot and they're kicking themselves for not doing anything. And I pushed back the deadline for it by a month. I wanted this to come out right around the one year anniversary. And the one thing, hardest thing to do was get wrestlers on. And it's not like nobody wanted to, it was just time and trying to get it to where it all sounded good. Just very, very, very rough to do all of that. So here we are today uh, as this is getting released. This is Absolution 13. Today is the day. And we just dropped a long mammoth episode for you. But before we head into Absolution, I want to present you with this. And that is a handful of people that have had stories and have things that they want to talk about with Biggins. There's actually a handful of people who, and I'm not going to name names, who said, I have stories, but I want to keep that between like me and him. Or like I want to keep that to myself. And I'm, I was perfectly fine with that. So I'm going to start off this episode, tell you a memory or how I feel about everything with them. And then we're going to go into everybody else. And then there will be no wrapping up of the show like I normally do. So I apologize for that, but I didn't want to go too much into it. So you got the normal intro and now we have this and Chandler Biggins meant a lot to me. I've always considered myself a Chandler Biggins guy. I always went to him for questions, especially with the podcast. And for those who don't know, and I've talked about it, you know, time and time again, you know, if it wasn't for Chandler Biggins, I don't know if I would have created my own podcast to talk about the local scene. You know, I was on another podcast and the Ohio Indie Report was just a segment. And then I did one that I previewed an AIW show with Jock Sampson. And that rolled into him just saying right after that actual show, he said, I, 
wish you had your own podcast. And it kind of hit me for a second, like, huh, maybe. And it stuck with me for a couple of days. And then the Ohio Indie Report was born. And, you know, that went on for you know many years. And it's all because of him. He was a dude that, you know, I loved seeing at shows, even if it wasn't AIW shows. You know, he's hooked me up with, you know, a bunch of deals, you know, whether on DVDs or even tickets. Never, I never got them for free, but there was, there was a handful of times where, and that's a handful, that's overshot, that's probably about, uh, like, twice, where I bought GA and I meant to buy Front Row. And he said, hey, like, I, I seen this, so I updated it, upgraded it for you. Like, no additional charge. He appreciated that kind of loyalty. He was one of my favorite dudes to just walk into the building and see him as you're entering the at Mount Carmel or wherever it was, and maybe have a quick, hey, what's up? And then come around a little bit later, maybe talk to him, maybe about the podcast. Not necessarily this podcast, but he did listen, I know, a handful of times. and Or listen to the AIW podcast, like talking some of that stuff. And there's a handful of stories that I really love about him. One, when I was a hardcore anti-Tim Donsk guy, where I had a kind of a, my own issue with him, and I just like heckled him and said some really inappropriate things to him, and he sent me... Not necessarily a screenshot, I think he had copied and pasted what someone wrote on a message board or something, and he basically told me, stop being an asshole. But he did it politely, and so it was like, maybe say, like, so he wouldn't hurt my feelings, but I didn't take it of him attacking me, I took it as like him, him saying, hey, it's fine what you do, but it's affecting other people, so these, we don't want people online to say these kind of things, so can you tone it down and... I apologize for it, and I felt really bad. And ever since then, I haven't gone to gone to that length to say things to him. And then my other favorite really story about him that I want to mention before I go is JLIT 2014. It was the second win-a-date-with-Veda Scott auction. And I ended up winning with, like, I think it was like $270 for my bid. And I, the picture that I, I know I shared on Instagram last year... And it's Biggins with all my money spread out, just grinning from ear to ear. And it was those moments that I I, I thoroughly enjoyed with him. He's I'm going to miss him every single show that he's not at. And I don't think that's going to go away over time. And kind of like how this whole thing started, when the Ohio Indie Report was started because of Chandler Biggins. Before we get into some of the other contributors to this episode... I have a little piece of audio from Kick Out It 2. Now, from those people who don't know, Kick Out It 2 is a podcast that we are friends with here at Wrestling Cheers. And it was actually the first episode I listened to was because Chandler Biggins was on the episode. And he says some things. And this was like December of 2016, I want to say. And he talks about the crowd at AIW and how family... Not family friendly, but how much, you know, we are a family and how friendly we can be. And I went back and listened to it recently because I was digging back in some old Kick Out of Two episodes. And I kind of wanted to hear Chandler's voice one more time. And he he said these things on the next clip. And it's what I preached for Wrestling Cheers and, and the scene. I don't know if this was subliminally put in my mind by Chandler Biggins, but he helped take wrestling cheers into a different direction i'm um, ohio indie report into a different direction becoming wrestling cheers so 
thank you for all of that, Chandler Biggins. We all miss you, and we'll never forget you. The one thing that I really love about AIW is the crowd isn't um, – they're not really there to just get themselves over. They're not there to just try to hijack the show. They're there to have fun, and it's it's just a really fun atmosphere. It's something I think everybody just needs to experience. Yeah, and, like, you know, we've had people tweet before, like, oh, my, my friend canceled, so I don't want to come alone. And, like, so many people we've encouraged to come alone, and it's almost like a family-like atmosphere in the crowd. Like, you know, if somebody's missing one month, people really notice it. And, like, you know, we have so many regulars that are just, like, and it's not like where you walk into a bar and people like or you know oh my god this guy doesn't belong here like it's very inclusive like welcoming environment it's people of all ages sexes you know anything you think of everybody's unique and different but they all come together just to have fun and like you know we wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for the crowd like because we're definitely not making money doing it uh so like just like if we get down about something then like somebody will say something to us and it just drives us like it's kind of crazy that like just the words like from like you know like compliments from you or you know some of our other fans like it's just like it's crazy that like that drives us sometimes just like oh man like these people it's like on their social calendar every month to come together like to meet up at this show it's uh just just to go off what you said um I was there for Versus the World and Double Dare, so I missed a couple shows in between. But even just going to those shows, I definitely noticed the same people there both times. And actually, we made some friends because we were helping IOE, or I guess now the Carnies uh, sell their merch at the end of the night. Uh, some girls with multicolored hair. I don't know their names, but uh, I think they recognized me from Versus the World, and then they just ended up striking up conversations with us because of the Carnies merch. And... Um, they were super nice. Everybody that we met there was just incredibly nice. Yeah, and that's the crazy thing. Like, you know, you think this, like, uh, macho, aggressive environment of professional wrestling, like, would draw out some of the worst in people. And, like, there's times in history where it is, you know, drawn out the worst in people. But something about that crowd in Cleveland, man, like, you know, a lot of times people are like, why do you run Cleveland? Well, first off, we live here. <laughs> but second of all, like, we really, like, love Cleveland. And, like, we love the Cleveland fans. And, like, you know, I think it's just, like, a great environment. And, like, that's what we've facilitated over all these years. Hey, this is Righteous Jesse from Kick Out of Two Podcast and Southern Underground Pro. Uh, Wolfman from Kick Out of Two Podcast. And Bonnaroo Brady. From Kick Out of Two and Southern Underground <laughs> Pro. And, actually, the Wolfman here is from Southern Underground Pro, too. Um, this is a really cool thing that Wrestling Tears is doing. Uh, we're getting to share our memories and just thoughts and feelings on Chandler Biggins. Um, for me, Chandler was somebody that I thought very highly of, even though um, we weren't very close. Um, anytime that I was in Cleveland for AIW, Chandler always made me feel very welcome. Actually, the first time that I went to Cleveland for AIW, uh, Chris was unable to go and he purchased our tickets. Um, so when I got there, I kind of didn't know what to do, but I told Chandler like, Hey, I, I've, I've got tickets. They're either under my name or this name. And he was like, no, man, you're good. And just let me in, which was very shocking to me. Um, but I definitely appreciate it because as somebody with anxiety, I didn't really know how to approach that situation and driving eight hours. I was very worried that I was just going to have to go sit outside or run to an ATM and hopefully be able to buy a ticket because that place was packed and we got there late. Um, Later on, we went back to AIW for Double Dare, and that's where I really got to talk to Chandler. Um, 
he so basically when I went up for AIW versus the world, I was able to um, interview at that time Tommy End, and nobody really noticed what we were doing. We were just kind of off in the corner by ourselves. When we went back for Double Dare, uh, I had talked to Chandler, and he had set aside some space for us the next day to do interviews with the Jollyville Fuckets. Um, and I think and Papa Hales, I think, was the other one we did that day. But he went above and beyond to make sure that we had we, we could get there a little bit early since we had traveled, and uh, we definitely had the space to do these interviews. Um, and then that built towards somewhat of a relationship with Chandler and I, where he told me where to add him on his personal Facebook, and then I was able to get him to come on to our podcast, which was one of my favorite conversations that we've ever had, just because Chandler has such, had such a love for Southern wrestling. Um, for those that don't know, Chandler was also uh, an early advisor for Southern Underground Pro. He was a great mentor in the way of kind of telling me what made sense, what was stupid, uh, what I shouldn't do, um, and really just like being a guiding light in a time where I was really clueless. And I, you know, truthfully still am at times. I'll, I don't know if I'll ever reach the level of knowledge that Chandler had. Um, but I would wake up in the middle of the night to messages from Chandler where he would say, Hey, I know you didn't ask for this advice, but this is something I want to pass on. And it's something that, you know, I'll appreciate forever because just him bestowing that knowledge upon me without me even asking him in the world. Um, you guys want to share? Yeah. And the thing about Chandler is like, when when I was able to go and we went to the Double Dare tournament, it was it's always awkward when you go to these new places where you don't want to step on anyone's toes and you don't want to be the annoying person that's like, hey, we want uh, we lined up these interviews with so and so, and because it, it's weird because they don't they don't have any obligation to help you, right? And there have been a lot of times where you'll go to promotions and like they the people running it don't care yeah at all what's going on and Chandler was one of the few at that time that like would look you in the eye and talk to you like as a, you feel like a person yeah person to person instead of just another another guy at a wrestling show and all the stuff that he did for us in that that quick weekend uh which was the the one time I ever got to interact with him other than some exchanges on Twitter and stuff was like yeah I I really appreciated that, and it's always stuck with me because sometimes doing this kind of stuff sucks. And to have had that where that weekend didn't because Chandler made sure that it didn't, I will always appreciate. And then knowing how much he helped with Southern Underground Pro and having the people that came from the AIW school that have helped build Southern Underground Pro from that point on and knowing, you know, that they were all Chandler Biggins guys. I I don't know. I it sucked what happened, but uh, it's good to know that he he's kind of left this impression on us in Nashville. Yeah, like eight hours away. Yeah. Um, pretty do. And I mean, he just left an impression on independent wrestling, like in general too, which I think is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he always whenever you feel like like Chris said, like, you don't want to be the person that's in the way and being a person who is always worried that she's in the way. He didn't make me ever feel like he was in the way, like I was in the way. So, and he was very kind. And he, um, he, uh, told us about, I always say my friends. Is it called my yeah, friends? Yeah, it's my friends. Yeah, okay. He told us about my friends. We went, we got the fried mushrooms and had a great time. Yeah. And I, I, like looking back, I really wish that maybe we had stayed at the venue a little bit longer. Um, you know, Chandler, Chandler is just a great guy and I don't know, I don't know many, promoters that would have taken the time to help us the way that he did you know with the podcast and with with southern underground pro so 
um, really like just a big thank you to Chandler for everything he's done, not only for us, but wrestling as a whole, uh, for AIW, for Cleveland and, uh, for anybody who knows, who knew Chandler or still knows Chandler, um, you know, you had a great friend in Chandler and something that I'm typically not a person that really cares about what people think of me. Um, but something that's really stuck with me, you know, since his passing was finding out through a friend that even though we didn't really know each other that well, that he held me in pretty high regards because I held him in the highest regards. So finding that out meant a lot to me. Um, anybody else got anything? Just want to say thank you for allowing us to be a part of this too, because like I said, Chandler, Chandler was a big part of, you know, helping us with kick out of two and sub. So want to say thank you for having us be a part of this uh my name's all ego ethan page i'm just closing up my merchandise here at uh, aiw's jaylet tournament 2018 and i've been asked to give my thoughts and memories on chandler biggins it's like on the spot so it might be a little awkward or not as good as i'd like if i had time to think about it but uh being here always reminds me of him actually earlier today there was a fan sitting in the crowd and it was the back of his head and then he had like a little scruffy beard and he was a bigger gentleman and he to me i was like oh my god that's biggins like i almost like forgot that he left us so it was like a very weird surreal thing for me um i always think about him when i come to aiw i always think about him when i come to cleveland and i always think about him when i run alpha one because he used to drive down with the students and set up his like flea market (laughs) to sell uh and it was just awesome to see him like interact with guys in canada and he was he lived for that stuff he lived for wrestling that's he loved it more than anyone i've ever met before so like he gave his life to wrestling and uh it's good that wrestling will give him a chance to be remembered for as long as aiw lives on and uh the way the youth is going i don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon so technically biggins memory will live on forever Yo, what's up? It's uh, Mr. Fresh to Death, Pretty Boy Smooth. And one of my favorite memories with Biggins is um, after my debut at Season of the Witch, they had a podcast, and he put me over heavy to the crowd. Um, He said the most genuine things about me. He always treated me like family. Um, He just, he made me feel like AIW was a family, not just a promotion I was working at. And his belief in me made me work harder and want to do better and and whatnot. And um, I I was lucky enough to get a tryout within my first year for WWE. And before I left, I got to see him one last time. So that's something I'm always going to cherish. This is Pedro DeLuca, a longtime voice of AIW wrestling. And my favorite memory of Chandler Biggins and somewhere there is a picture of this back in the early days of AIW we were at uh, it was the UAW Hall in Cleveland and there was a hardcore match going on I'm in a nice tuxedo shirt and vest and Chandler's in a nice button-down shirt and tie and we're both just covered in blood from a hardcore match and we're both just laughing hysterically because we're looking at each other covered in blood and I will never in my life forget Chandler Biggins' laugh because if you heard Chandler Biggins' laugh, you'll never forget Chandler Biggins' laugh. Dominic Garini, um, if I have to remember, there's a lot of Chandler Biggins stories that I can tell. Um, one is one that I actually recently told on the Rest and Cheers podcast about a time where I was going through a financial hardship and Chandler found out about it. Um, it was an issue with my student loans from school and Chandler was so gracious enough to tell me to not worry about my 
tuition at wrestling school until I was able to get all of my other finances in check. And uh, that's something I always remember about Chandler. Chandler was always a person that looked out for you as opposed to himself first. And uh, I miss him every day for things like that. Um, the other Chandler story I'll tell, I actually told at uh, the memorial. Um, when Chandler first saw me, or first got an email from me, the first thing that pops up, of course, is my name, Dominic. Um, and Chandler, for those of you who don't know, might be the biggest fan of the Fast and Furious franchise in the history of anybody. So when I came in, he had no qualms about thinking that I was probably going to be a streetcar driver. And that was my gimmick. He really wanted me to have a racing helmet. And like he prayed that I had like some kind of like Mitsubishi Eclipse. Um, sadly, the first day of training, I showed up in my beat-up 2000 Volkswagen Jetta stick shift that looked like shit and he quickly realized sadly Dominic Arini is no Dominic Toretto and uh, we kind of went from there and uh, you know Chandler and John were two guys that were immensely positive into the bone collector nickname that I hated at first but they pushed it on me and it's been something great and uh, to be honest with you Chandler was always one of my biggest fans Chandler was a guy that pushed for me Chandler was a guy that pushed for me to get into many promotions. Uh, when lists would go on Facebook or Twitter and they asked about who's one of the best up-and-coming rising people in indie wrestling, he always said me. And uh, that's something that makes me sad is that he's not able to be around now to see my success, to see all the great things that I'm doing, and not only me, but also the kids. Uh, the other kids at the AW Academy, the new kids that have just debuted, the kids uh, that debuted last year while he was sick. Um, this is a story I haven't told anybody, and I'll, I'll leave with this. Um, I was one of the last students to see Chandler uh, before he had passed, and I went and saw him, and uh, I told him that the kids, which would be the No Consequences kids, Trey Lamar's class, Chase Oliver, Josh Bishop, they had debuted, and that's the last class of kids that Chandler had met, and uh, I told them that they had debuted, and uh, this was when Chandler had a stint in his throat, and he couldn't speak, and uh, he mouthed to me, with tears in his eyes, I'm never gonna see them wrestle. And sadly, he never did uh, in person. But I know that Chandler sees these guys wrestle every single month here. And I know that he sees me wrestle every single match. And before I go through that curtain, I, uh, I'm i not a super religious guy, but I say a prayer to Chandler every time. So uh, I'll leave it with, I miss you Chandler every single day. And I think about you every single day. My name is Derek Direction and I'm an independent professional wrestler based out of Cleveland, Ohio. What Chandler Biggins means to me, or who Chandler Biggins means to me, is someone who I used to sit at various independent shows and just listen. I would listen to him crack jokes, I would listen to him give feedback. Chandler Biggins, to me, brought AIW. Chandler Biggins, to me, is one of the most caring men that I've heard stories about. I'm really upset I never really got close with them because every story I hear Dom tell, every story I hear Dan tell, Chandler Biggins was the man. His mom comes to every shows, every AIW show, and she treats us like we're family. Biggins will be missed. Biggins is one of the best figures at Cleveland wrestling. Biggins is AIW. Hi, my name is... Tyvon Turner. Um, wrestling name is uh, Big Tawana Tucker from Mobile, Alabama. Um, my piece is about Chandler Biggins is he was one hell of a guy that 
absolutely love professional wrestling since day one on site. Like he was one of those guys that should never been gone, you know. And it really broke my heart that he passed away so suddenly, so young, that he couldn't see the future of AIW, what it can't become of the you know of this generation. So uh yeah. I'm going to miss him always. I'm never going to forget him. Never. Um, Do you have any stories that stick out, like, in particular? Um, stories. Uh, not really, because I was young, you know. I don't really have that relationship that other people do, like Dom, Worldwide, Worldbody, you know, because I was still coming in fresh, you know. So I wish I did, you know. I remember all the times you keep calling me T2, you know, because uh, Johnny Gargano with the training, he used to call me T2 all the time. And I'd just be like, what do even T2 stand for? But later on, no, it's Tyvon Turner, but you putting the two T's together, so it's T2. So I was like, all right, all right, all right, whatever. But man, he was so nice to me. Um, right off the bat, when I wanted to train, he, he emailed me back so fast. Say 125 a month, be there Tuesday, should start training. I say, say no more. It was on site, you know, and I just appreciated that him and John Thorne created AIW, and I am blessed to be here. AIW's family, AIW's like, I can't really describe it because AIW truly made me feel like I belong here. It made me feel like I could strive to be great. You know, I'm glad I didn't, you know, <laughs> apply to other schools. You know, I'm glad that AIW was blessed enough to start an academy so I could join straight out of high school. You know, it, it just, it, it was, it's very great. I'm very blessed. I've, Every time I'm here in a show, practice, training, I love it because, you know, it, it couldn't happen. You know, were you here at training school in Cleveland, Ohio? I, like, it's, it's amazing. I, I'm blessed and I'm glad him and John Thorne created something very special for me. Hey, what's up? This is Alex Worldwide Keller and... Uh here I am on Wrestling Cheers, remembering Chandler Biggins. Um, you know, if we're being honest, I haven't been in trading for a while. And, uh, you know, I could probably use it. And I was already falling off before uh, Biggins fell ill. But, like, after Biggins passed, if I'm being well and truly honest, the energy has not been the same at the school for me since because at the end of the day like Chandler was a human being like just playing with action figures he was just a guy like and he brought this amazing energy to training where like we could be discussing serious things or psychology or this or that or like how to do X or Y move or you know do this right or that right and then he would just be over there, literally with action figures, just, like, coming up with insane, horrible things for people to do, and also just taking things into terrible, like, asides, which were hilarious and 
fucking amazing. And uh, we don't have that person there anymore that, like, has that confidence to, like, sort of, like, break that wall. And uh, if I were a better human, that would be me. But I'm no Chandler Biggins, and uh, likely I never will be. But I fucking miss the shit out of him all the goddamn time. And uh, bless up, Chandler Biggins. Worldwide! Hello, everybody from Erotic City. It's your boy, Philly C, one half of the Philly and Marino experience. And I'm coming to you live to tell you one story of how I met Chandler Biggins. When I was working for Mega Championship Wrestling at Colossal Con, I wrestled a match with Dom. We come back. I shook his hand. Everything was cool in the beginning. I come back, and he's like, hey, Philly, do you have abs? I was like, no, I don't. He's like, well, your chest hair makes you look like you got abs, and I love it. Next thing you know, I get a phone call 3 o'clock in the morning asking if I want to do an AIW bachelor party. And I was like, well, I'm not going to say no because, you know, I found out what AIW was. So I took it. And next thing you know, go to find out that Biggins thought more of me than a lot of people did in Mega. And I can't thank Biggins enough. I didn't get the chance to really talk to him or hang out with him, never went out to eat with him, never did anything like that. A couple handshakes and hugs, but I always loved to see him, and he pushed for me to be up here. And next thing you know, the Philly and Marino experience came to AIW, and I can't thank Biggins enough. Biggins, I hope you're looking down and you see this orange and it's shining bright, because one day we're going to be a star. This is Wes Barkley, a professional wrestler for Absolute Intense Wrestling. Um, met Chandler Biggins when I joined the school. First email was to him, and we kind of just hit it off right away. Um, you know, I can go in about how we were great friends and whatnot, but one thing that Biggins, uh, I don't know how to explain this, but uh, let me cut them out. Can you like, edit it? You can edit it? Okay. So one thing that I always loved with Biggins was he was like an encyclopedia of wrestling, especially Cleveland professional wrestling. So I'd always ask him about the most absurd name ever, and he'd have some great stories for me. And I could always just pick his brain about, you know, what he thought. And great friend, um, super supportive. So the last time I was with Chandler was uh, NXT in Cleveland, I think two years ago. And we are at the show. And I'm going to get drinks for everybody. I'm like, hey, what do you need? What do you need? This guy's like, oh, let me get a mixed drink. Let me get this. And Biggins is like, let me just get a water. I'm like, sure, I'm going right now. And he goes, uh, here's 30 bucks. I go, what? What are you giving me money for? He's like, I need you to go down there. I need you to get a Shinsuke Nakamura autograph and a Bobby Roode autograph. I was like, what? And he's like, I'm going to Alpha One tomorrow in Canada. I'll double the price on these. I was like, all right. So I got him. He did it in Alpha One, and that was big. And so that was the last time I saw him. We went to my friend's restaurant. If everyone knows my friend's, uh, great restaurant. We'd stay there till four in the morning, talking this, that, and the other. So, um, Miss Chandler, I love him. Uh, that's my guy. Tim Don's professional wrestler. Uh, so you know, forever ago, Chandler Biggins booked me uh, personally for AIW when I lived in uh, Philadelphia. I think so at the time. Um, I wasn't doing as much traveling, but for whatever reason, he saw something in me, and he kept pushing me, and uh, because of some of my own personal struggles and hurdles in my life, um, you know, I can say without a shadow of a doubt that I wouldn't be wrestling if it wasn't for him, uh, which is a very big uh, positive that's in my life, and I can only blame him, in all honesty. Uh, times when my life was kind of going downward spiral, he kind of saw that this was uh, the release for me that I needed to be mentally healthy. And so a lot of times he would ask me, you know, who do I want to wrestle? 
Uh, and he was the guy that believed into me enough to book, you know, Alex Shelley or Brian Kendrick or my buddy Danny Havoc. He was the first guy to put me in the ring with Chris Hero, my trainer, and uh, so many other guys all over the spectrum. And so not only did that make me a better professional wrestler um, because I got to work with those kind of icons, but that shadow doubt made me a better human being as well because uh, it humbled me. Uh, it made me uh, have more self-confidence in myself. I got to hang with these dudes you grow up idolizing. And I always say it's kind of like doing karaoke with your favorite artist, uh, which you can imagine is totally surreal. It still happens uh, to this day. So by all accounts, this weekend has a lot. Of, is my favorite weekend of the year, very high, very low. Um, but you're just hearing that we had to, unfortunately, name an event after Chandler because he did pass away is just... Uh, completely heartbreaking to me. I'm. I think that even without this memorial show, his memory would live on. But I'm ecstatic that um, he's getting at least some kind of credit. I think he'll always get credit for the Johnny Garganos and everything else that he helped put through this world. Um, he never understood how much AIW means to not only this community but to professional wrestling as a as a, a, a whole. Uh, when I started the AIW, they were maybe doing like 30 people some shows, and now they're drawing awesome. Um, now when I wrestle in New York or Philly or California, people are coming up to me and talking about that last AIW show they watched. And so I know for a fact that Chandler must have just been out of his mind knowing that as he loved professional wrestling so much and he was able to help cultivate that and help grow the sport as a total. Um, so we all miss you, Chandler. We all love you, man. Yeah. <laughs>